This is Alicia, and welcome to the College Life Podcast. I am super passionate about education, personal development, growth, and bringing out the best in every college student. This podcast will help motivate you, empower you, and bring you clarity and confidence in who you are, in your purpose, and help you take action toward a life you love. Don't wait until you graduate to live your best life. Let's start now. What's up and welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here and today I am really excited to bring you some awesome guests. So these are all listeners of the College Life Podcast and folks that I have met through podcasting and it's been a really cool journey for me so far. Uh, We just hit 20,000 downloads, which um, feels like a really big deal and I'm really grateful for each of you who continue to listen and support the podcast. So thank you all. Today's episode is going to be a student panel to talk about this upcoming fall semester and what they're anticipating, what they um, anticipate some of the challenges might be, and how they're really just navigating this and also taking a positive outlook on the fall semester. So this is going to be a great episode. Um, Let's go ahead and dive right in. Welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here, and today I have three amazing students, and we are going to be doing a student panel on what the heck is happening in the fall when it comes to the coronavirus and what to expect, what we have no clue about yet, and what we have um, that's really just uncertain and very confusing right now. Uh, it's such a weird space, and We're just going to talk about it today. So thank you all so much for joining me. I would love for each of you to share your name, your college, if you feel comfortable, where you're at in college. You know, are you an undergraduate student, first year? Are you a graduate student? What, what, where are you at in the process? Um, What's your major? Um, And then anything that you're working on right now or any goals that you're working towards um, in life. So I will leave it there. So let's start. Abel, do you want to go ahead and start and get us started? Yeah, absolutely. So hi, everyone. My name is Abel Salinas. I'm a second year computer science master's student at the University of Southern California, and I'm, I'm excited to be here. Uh, one of my goals is to continue to grow a mobile app that I'm working on for college students uh, called BuzzTrek, available on iOS and Android, and which I hope can be a resource for students, you know, especially while college is online. And so hopefully I'll get a chance to say a few words about that as we talk about college life in the fall. Great. Michaela, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, Hi, everyone. My name is Michaela Phillips. Um, I'm a second year undergraduate student at Northwestern University, and I'm majoring in communication sciences and disorders. And one of the things that I'm working on right now, um, since I've had a lot of time alone, is to just um, take care of my mental health and explore new hobbies like um, reading and just other things so yeah oh I love that I want to totally get into what you're doing now to keep yourself busy because I think I've come up with some creative ideas myself personally and I'm sure it would be helpful for other folks to hear that so let's dive into that for sure Um, Meredith you want to go ahead and introduce yourself yeah hey guys my name is Meredith I am going to be a junior this year at Texas Christian University in Fort Worth Texas I'm actually a double major right now I'm majoring in finance and marketing so lots of business classes and 
going off of that same note, some goals that I've been working on during this whole pandemic have related kind of towards starting my own business, my own brand. Um, I already have a podcast of my own, but specifically this summer, I've been writing a book, which is definitely a big undertaking, but it's really made the time go by, especially being home all the time. Yeah, I love that each of you are talking about being creative and really learning a lot too um, about yourself and just about the world. So that's so exciting. Um, so let's, I want to dive into kind of what you're expecting as far as your college goes. Like when you get there, what is it going to look like? What is it going to feel like? So I guess for me, I'm not so, you know, uncertain or worried about like the learning part of online classes because, you know, while while online learning might not work for everyone, we kind of got to see a glimpse of it in the spring Um, and even universities got to, you know, see what it's like and kind of learn from that and hopefully improve during the summer. Um, I guess what, what I am interested to see how it works out is kind of how students are building relationships, both with like peers, but also with faculty. Um, even just, you know, classroom participation works really well in the classroom or works relatively well. You know, you raise your hand or um, you kind of use body language to figure out who's next. Um, but online, I know Zoom has like a raise hand feature, but I've seen a professor use that. So I guess I'm just really excited to see how that plays out in an online environment. Um, for me, I'm interested to see how um, housing and dining is going to work. Um, I know my university, they've implemented a system where everyone is going to have a single room now. And also, I'm unsure of what the dining halls are going to look like, um, if we're going to have to be on a schedule, um, if we're even going to be able to eat there, just the logistics of all of that. Yeah, have you gotten any messaging about that? Because I know like on our end, so I work for a university and I'm getting some messages like that, but they haven't, I don't think that they've come to any, like a decision quite yet maybe I don't know or maybe I just haven't heard but have you have they came to the decision or they're kind of in the midst of it still I believe they're going to um give us like take-home boxes um and then also the they're gonna have like shields um in front of the workers so that um there's some sort of barrier but other than that I don't know what else yeah yeah I've heard too um with that like apps um, where you can schedule almost like you can go <laughs> to a restaurant where you can just schedule when you want to go. Um, but I do think that that still doesn't really minimize like who you're coming in contact with, but, but it does in some cases at least limits the amount of people, but yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah, for me, I totally agree with what both of them are saying. I still have a lot of questions about how this is going to work, but obviously last semester was a good practice, I guess, for online classes. And so I'm not so worried about that part, but I am really interested to just see how students kind of still come together and stay in touch. I know at my school, some of our classes are online, some are in person, and for the online classes, a lot of students are thinking of getting together in groups to project the class on a screen and be there together to watch the class, and so it's really interesting to think about how that whole dynamic is going to work and how often the students are still going to get together, not only for class, but for other activities too, and clubs and organizations, how that's all going to work, and so that's going to be interesting, and I think another thing I just 
just really hope that at least my campus is staying open at least so we can be on campus but I'm hoping that it doesn't come to the point where the school has to shut down completely again and we all have to go home I'm just not sure what would make that happen again and that's kind of weird just not knowing what could happen through the course of the semester <laughs> yeah you all made such good points and it's so like there's so many things moving parts here um but i i, I do think with the number amount of like are there a certain amount of cases that have to happen on your campus in order for it to like shut down what does shut down mean does it mean yeah you all have to leave again or does it mean that you can stay but it's going to be very minimal interaction or we don't encourage certain interactions. It's really interesting. And I know there have already been some reports out there um, with the social aspect where entire houses are, what was it called? Like getting like noise ordinances and, and that kind of thing when it comes to like parties and social events and how to like, I think as staff members and faculty, it's like, we're not going to control that. There's no way that we can control that social aspect. And it's such an important part. Y'all have all alluded to that in some capacity. It's such an important part of, of college and our lives. Um, so how do we still get that, but also minimize risks if possible, if and when possible? Yeah. I'm curious with your own experiences, but then also just your own student pulse of students on your campus or just friends in general. Do you see that being a factor at all? as far as like that social aspect? I mean, I, I feel like especially just being able to, I, I, I knew like in the beginning of the semester, just being able to, when you're waiting for the professor to start class and, you know, talking to students about the class or about, you know, how difficult the homework was um, and that enabling us to, you know, form study groups or, you know, at least have someone to ask if there's a quiz on Monday. Like I'm curious to see how that's going to look as well, since that seems way harder to replicate in an online environment. Yeah, I think I've just heard from a lot of my friends and people I know at my school that the social aspect is going to be a huge change and we all really want to stay connected with each other and we all want to see each other and I think at my school they're kind of giving us the option to stay at home or go to campus. They're really letting all of the classes be online if students don't want to go to any in-person classes. But I've kind of noticed that most students are coming back to campus just because of the social piece, if nothing else, because everyone just really wants to get back with their friends and see each other. And so it's really interesting that it's not even just the ability to have in-person classes anymore that's drawing people back to campus it's really like everyone just wants to be social and see people again <laughs> yeah um going off of what you said meredith i know people who have been debating about if they should go back to campus um, because of the social aspect because um, with classes being online that doesn't really make much of a difference whether you're on campus or at home but another thing that i've noticed is that a lot of underclassmen and upperclassmen have been getting apartments off campus. So I guess they won't have to exactly follow the rules of the university. And so they'll get to make up their own like restrictions for social distancing and just have more like independence um, for the social aspect, whether or not that's good or not. <laughs> yeah, that is so real. And, and I, I was just talking to a student the other day and it's like, I want to encourage you to get together and have a social life and to study with others and 
how do I encourage that, but also be mindful that like of, of the spread of the virus and what is, what does that mean? You know? So thinking about kind of building on this idea of social aspect, it is so important for our lives. And um, I know Michaela, you kind of mentioned mental health and, and really how do we prioritize that? And I think social the social aspect is so important to our mental health. Um, and it really can be really a positive thing or a detriment to our health, depending on the types of friendships and relationships that we do have. But when you think about the social aspect, but then also the mental health of just being on, on a screen day in and day out, I'm wondering, how are you currently navigating your own social life when it comes to, yeah, your social life and friends right now? And how has that been as far as like your mental health as well for anybody who's willing and open to share? I can start. I think for me, it's been really hard because when I came home from college, I kind of live in an area where there aren't really many people my age. I'm going to college out of state. So I kind of came home to a place where I don't really, you know, have a lot of friends here. We actually moved right after I graduated high school. So I don't even have my high school friends here. And um, so not really being around anyone my own age has been difficult for sure. Um, But I think my friends and I have done a really good job of staying connected just over Zoom. We have set up a lot of um, Zoom dates, I guess, you know, like over the weekend, we'll set up a time and just go on and Zoom together and chat about life and what's going on. Even if we're, you know, not doing anything super exciting, being at home all the time, it's just nice to talk to people around my own age. And I'm really glad that we have platforms like Zoom to be able to do that. But still, it has been hard, especially with time zones and everything. It can be tricky to stay in touch, but that's just one thing that has really helped me. I think what's also been nice, other than Zoom, is that uh, my friends and I have been uh, FaceTiming a lot. Um, We've been on this app called House Party, which is similar to FaceTime. And through there, we're able to play games and just socialize in, I guess, fun ways um, that kind of replicate the in-person experience in a way yeah that's what we're doing but it still doesn't make up for what being in person with people provides and like the feelings that that gives you if that makes sense yeah my experience has also been similar you know zoom group chats and just being able to especially just being able to talk to people going through the same thing has at least i I found has been helpful mental health-wise I think too, like, how are you going to make new friends? I think that's an interesting component. And I think, um, you know, Abel, you kind of alluded to this, like going into class and kind of talking to the person kind of randomly next to you. And and this, it kind of creates space for you to make friends, even though sometimes that's still hard for some of us, but I think it at least gives you, you're, you're just around more people (laughs) and the opportunity is there at least. So yeah, how are you going to have those side conversations? Is it going to be on Zoom where you're like chatting to like one person <laughs> and like, hey, I really liked your comment. Like, how, you know, like, is that, is that a thing? Is that, that's going to be so awkward maybe. Or maybe it's just like, I'm going to try it and see what happens. I, you know, I don't know. But, or like, hey, would you want to study together at some point? I don't know. So yeah, we have to think about that because I think 
yes, your current friends are like one thing. And also part of college is that you're constantly meeting new people from, you know, different backgrounds, different experiences in different places in, in the college than you are, you know, different majors and different, um, there are seniors and you're a freshman or vice, you know, vice versa. So it's a really cool space. Um, so yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Um, I wanted to get your also pulse on tuition because clearly the experience is going to look much different than what we have gotten in the past. But what I've heard is that most schools are charging the same amount. And I'm curious, do y'all feel good about that? Do you not like it, but you're kind of, you just got, you have to be, <laughs> you know, or do you feel like you're still going to get about the same experience that you've paid for in the past? I know for my university, um, tuition has actually increased by 3.5%, which is pretty outrageous to me. But at the same time, it has increased every year. And I'm sure that the university has lost a lot of money because of the virus. So this may be a way to make up for that. But at the same time, like classes won't be the same. It's just not the same college experience that we were originally paying for. Um, so I think it's a bit unfair, honestly. Yeah, that's insane. I, I didn't know some universities' tuition have gone up. Um, to my knowledge, tuition hasn't changed but I at my university. But I know that you know some students are complaining about specific fees that don't make sense in an online environment. But I don't think any changes were made in that front. Um, but tuition is you know absolutely going to be something that every student will need to consider. But I also think it's worth considering what benefits we get from going to school in the fall, whether that means, you know, if we feel confident being able to land a job right after college, so graduating sooner might be a plus, or even if we take the semester off, maybe we can work on, you know, an independent project or independent study that will enable us to get an even better job graduating um, a semester late. Yeah, my school has also been increasing tuition about, I think it's 4.9% each year, which is insane. But they did announce recently that they're giving us a 10% discount, I believe, for each of our online classes. So it's something and I'll take it. But obviously, it's still not, at least in my opinion, I think it will be a challenging experience just for all the reasons we've already stated. Um, but for my situation in particular, you know, I'm going to be a junior and as much as I wish I, you know, could do something about the tuition or do something about my experience. I'm kind of almost locked in at this point to my school. I, I've, I'm already in the upper division classes toward graduating with my majors, and I've already kind of established, you know, where I belong on campus, who my friends are, and at this point, it would be kind of a step out of the way for me to take a semester off or go to a different institution, and so that tuition is definitely tough but it's almost just kind of like a necessity I need to deal with I guess <laughs> this semester. Yeah it's such a weird thing I think the cost of college has just gone up exorbitant like the past 15-20 um, years and uh, there's a lot of uh, people out there really critiquing that so I'm hoping that might change in the future but who knows. Yeah I, I mean I guess with tuition it's just it's, it's hard for me to also say that you're getting the same experience, but at the same time, I, I get paid because y'all pay tuition. You know, like people like me who work at the university who support students um, when they're struggling or they need support in some way, you know, 
um, they're looking to grow in an area, you know, they come to me and I love my job so much and I don't want to lose my job, but at the same time, it doesn't feel fair that, that, that there are some things that there, that won't be the same for sure. I really liked Abel. You really just took a whole positive spin on it of like, but what do we get with our tuition? And I really appreciate that because that's something that we need to really focus on this semester. And I think the big difference is that we're going to see a change and how we get services and how we get support and how we get access to things. And it might actually be easier. And so what, I guess from your all perspectives, when you think about your goals, is there anything on campus that you're like, I think I might reach out to this office because I've been wanting to, but I haven't, you know, made it in their doors yet or, you know, whatever it is, or, um, just different things on campus or that you still want to do, even though it's going to look different. Does anything stand out to each of you? One thing that I'm really excited for, I know that my university has a few cultural and affinity centers. And one of the things that they have to deal with is space, um, especially with like events early in the semester when, you know, a lot of freshmen are attending, the spaces get very cramped um, and, you know, that sometimes scares students away. And, being able to translate that to Zoom, which has a much more, you know, la relaxed space constraint, I think is going to be really interesting. I'm excited to see one, well, I'm, ex one, I'm excited to participate with um, different cultural centers on campus, but even just being able to have clubs and be more accessible because they're online, you know, maybe I would have had a class that now I can just like watch the recording of and go to the club meeting instead or things like that. Yeah, so that flexibility and freedom, and then also there's more space, maybe, and who's to say what, what's going to change as a result of this? Maybe in the future, like first, first meetings are going to be like online to say, here's what we do. We'd love to have you come out tonight, you know, or something. And, and so like, you know, a bunch of people can, I don't know, be more engaged or something. Yeah, I totally agree with Abel. I think it's really cool to think about all these new opportunities that could come from different organizations on campus and ways to get involved. We might be more likely to try new things. And I think for me in particular, something my campus is doing on those same lines is through the Counseling and Mental Health Center. They're having a lot of their services go virtual. They started doing that in the spring, actually. And I think it's really cool because they're having all these like support groups and ways to kind of give you you know mental health help and services with the counselors you can get on a zoom call and talk to them instead of having to walk in the building and I think for a lot of people walking into my school's counseling center can kind of be intimidating a lot of people don't really want to be seen you know going to get help and which is sad and I but I totally get why and I think that has been a reason I haven't really tried out that aspect of my school much in the past but I think this semester that could really come in handy especially since being all online you won't have to worry about you know being seen walking in or <laughs> having to go in that space I think can be really helpful and I'm excited to see what that's going to look like online. So thinking about your own health too, um, how are you kind of managing your own health when it comes to, you know, there's this virus, some of us it's touched directly, some of it's been um, directly with our family or like close friends. And then some of us um, have just kind of heard about, you know, people kind of getting diagnosed um, and everybody is experiencing this, this virus uh, differently. 
I guess, how are you all doing as far as that goes when it comes to your own health and trying to navigate some of these decisions? For me, I've been setting aside time to take for myself, um, whether that's going outside for a walk or reading a book or um, meditating, which is something that I've learned that I really like. And just being able to be comfortable with being alone since that's um, we're going to be seeing a lot of that in the future. And yeah, just prioritizing my mental health in that way. Yeah, those are great ideas. Um, did you meditate before you have like before this all happened? Uh, yeah, I did meditate some, but I meditate a lot more now since I have more time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. I love meditation so much and I haven't implemented it and something I really want to try to get a habit before we go back into the into the regular regular things happening. Cool. What else? Anything else? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Being able to, yeah, I, I think I've started exercising a lot more now that we've had more time and then being able to, you know, I'm living with family. So being able to spend time with family or being able to reach, having, being able to reach out to, you know, friends um, and just making sure everyone's okay. I think that that's been really comforting. Yeah, I totally agree. I think all of that has been helping me a ton too. And just as I prepare to go back to school, I think I've also been really trying to get myself into a good routine as far as my physical health goes, like Abel is saying, exercising a lot more, um, eating better, and just really setting a regular sleep schedule too, because I know once we get back to school, it's already going to be hard enough trying to stay healthy. But I think creating a routine for myself before I go back in that way can hopefully be really helpful for me once I get there in terms of preserving my physical health as well as my mental health. Yeah, those are so good. I'm curious, like anything else that you've been wanting to try or that you've done something that's new because of just this experience? Um, for me, I, um, <laughs> So I've always wanted a Wonder Woman costume and I don't want to pay the exorbitant amount to get like the legit one, quote unquote, it's like $200 or something. And so I looked up on YouTube how to make a costume and I have like started making a costume <laughs> and it's been, it's taken me like a while, but it's, it's like kind of like, I don't have a, to rush to, cause I'm not wearing it anywhere anytime soon. And, um, it's just been kind of like fun to really use my hands and get creative in, in a different type of way. Um, I really like to, to, you know, paint and create things like physically. And uh, I just haven't really made it, made it a priority at all. So that's been really like a fun project for me. <laughs> um, any of you want to also share any other projects that you're working on? Um, or like, uh, I don't know, any suggestions for students out there who are really excited about the fall, but also like uncertain about how to kind of approach it? I think for me, I'm really excited, you know, just to see what schools, how schools are going to transition into online. Um, again, since they had a glimpse of what it looks like in the spring and then all summer to start preparing for it. I think it's going to be really exciting to see what they came up with. So, you know, whether, whether it's really cool and we learned some really cool things that like shape the way that even in-person learning works in like future years, or maybe it's not so great and we get to learn from it and, you know, bond about what didn't work. I think that's going to be really exciting to see and, and, and think about and just kind of observe how this changes 
the way school works for the next few years. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I'm kind of excited in a weird way to see how this all goes this semester. Um, I hope it goes well, but who knows? I, but I do think at the end of the day, for students who are really nervous about going back, I, I know I have some nerves as well as excitement, but I think kind of what we've been alluding to a lot of this podcast, just seeing everything as an opportunity and seeing this whole experience Obviously, this is an experience we're going to remember forever. It's something completely different than what we've ever gone through. But I think just kind of being open to it and not beating ourselves up if things don't go exactly as we imagined. I know for me, I like to kind of have a plan. I like to know what's going to happen in the future. And so this is definitely making me grow in a lot of new ways that I haven't gotten to before. So I think just kind of seeing this as a time of growth and opportunity is a really good way to look at it. So any other tools or resources or things that have really helped you um, either you know, get through the summer, um, whether it be like projects that you're working on or um, things, something that you've read that you were like, wow, this really resonated with me or um, something that you've done to just like maintain your, um, some kind of sense of normalcy, quote unquote, quote unquote, I guess. Um, Like Abel, I'd love to hear more about your, um, your app, because I think that could be a really great resource for students or Meredith, I know you've mentioned the podcast um, that you're doing. But any other resources that you think that might be, um, and I'd love to hear more about the, both of those um, since you, you both mentioned them, but any other things that you think might be helpful for students uh, this upcoming semester? Yeah, I mean, one thing that I think has been super helpful for me right now, I think until September 30th, Coursera is doing a program, Coursera.com is doing a program where anyone with an EDU email gets full access to their like 90% of their classes. So I'm excited to be able to kind of like use that once classes do start as kind of like a backup tool um, or backup learning tool. And then you met, I've also, the app that I've been working on, BuzzTrek, um, it's basically an anonymous advice platform for college students to be able to ask each other questions that they might not feel comfortable asking a peer or they might not have the, the peers to ask. And, you know, especially for incoming freshmen, anyone who's going to be going to school in the fall when it's online, since finding peers to ask questions might be a little bit harder, hopefully you can fall back on BuzzTrack. We have communities like an LGBTQ plus community, a mental health community, even like a stupid questions community for any question that you've ever like second guessed yourself about asking. So I know it's something that would have been really helpful for me as an undergraduate and even helpful now as a graduate student. So I hope that it can make college a little bit easier for someone. Yeah, I love that. And I can link that in the show notes, too. I think it's really cool, too, that you're like, you said, it's something that I wish I would have had. And if you see things in the world that you feel like that doesn't seem right, or, wow, we need work in that area. And if you are paying attention, you will see plenty of problems in our world. And we have a lot of issues that we need to work on. So I love that you're like trying to be part of that solution and trying to say, hey, maybe I could help in this way. And it seems, sometimes it can seem like so small or you're not sure what the, where, what's going to happen with it, but every little bit helps and we need those things and you just never know what is going to turn or like end up being huge or going to really impact somebody's life in a positive way. And so I just, you know, encourage you all to continue to do that stuff. I think that is so amazing. It's exactly why I do this podcast. So 
Yeah, I love that idea. I think I could really benefit from that even now that I'm halfway through college. I think we all kind of have some questions and things that we wish we could ask people and talk about, but we're kind of too scared because we're worried we're going to get judged for it or, you know, we should know everything. And it's really cool because that also kind of relates to what I'm doing with my podcast and now this book that I'm writing. Um, I started a podcast about a year and a half ago or so called Genuine Girl. And basically it started as just kind of like a personal diary almost of my college experiences that I was going through as a freshman because it was kind of a hard time and not a lot of people like to talk about the harder parts of college and Um, A lot of people like to kind of pretend like they have this perfect life, even though they don't. And so I just kind of wanted to use my podcast as a platform to be real about my experiences and hopefully inspire other people to be okay being genuine about what's going on in their lives. And um, so I'm really excited because that's kind of grown and helped me start this book that I'm working on now, which is kind of also on that same line of talking about my own college experiences and some advice and tips that I have for incoming college students and even people who are already in college or in their 20s who want to learn more about who they are and how to confidently be that person in a world where it can be kind of hard to do that. So I think that is a huge problem. And I'm glad, Abel, that you're also doing something kind of on the same lines. That makes me excited. Can't wait to check out the app. (laughs) Yes, I love what both of you guys are doing. And I definitely think that they're going to be helpful for college students of all ages. So thank you for sharing about those. Um, I'm trying to think of other resources that I've heard about. Clearly, there's a bunch of podcasts, and I think that can help you get away from the screen a little bit more, where you're still able to kind of learn, move. Um, I know for me, I used to listen to podcasts a lot when I was driving, and I don't have to drive as much. So I really love that, like not not having to commute as much. But I've kind of missed that that aspect. That was kind of my downtime and a little bit of like me time, and I got a lot of like professional development and growth in that way. I have a ton of like book recommendations. So if anybody's looking for books, Michaela, I know you were like reading a lot. And so uh, I'd love to hear what you're reading too, but um, like, what are some ways that you want to grow? And then trying to find books on that topic or free courses, like you said, Abel, I think those are great. I also saw some free resources around books. Um, I think it was like through Springer Publishing and they publish a ton of books. And so they're all online and that kind of sucks, I think. But um, but if you, you know, want an online book and they're free and, if you, you know, that would save some, some money. So I would start looking for those types of things as well. Other resources like that for sure. Anything else that would be helpful to share today? Yeah, I mean, I think what I've learned, at least just being in quarantine the last few months, is that I, I've started to learn a lot about myself um, and realize a lot of ways that I can grow. And I think I'm excited to see to see how I can grow in the context of school. And I think we're going to be able to learn a lot about ourselves and the, what works for us in the fall. So I think it's important to keep an open mind um, and continue to try things. I, I think one thing I'm going to try, which I hadn't done before, is, you know, try to get homework done early in the morning. And that way I have the rest of the day. I found that that works really well for me in the summer. So I'm excited to translate that in the fall. Um, but just definitely keeping an open mind. Awesome. I love that so much. Um, what do you think is going to be the weirdest part about fall? I think the weirdest part is just going to be finding out what like works really well online. 
Um, so for example, speaking with advisors or speaking with professors over online over zoom i think is gonna maybe it's gonna maybe we're gonna find out that that works really well um and it's gonna be something that we adopt and we're gonna understand like wait why have we been doing this for years this works really well so i think it's um just these interesting insights that we're gonna find with online school in the fall i guess for me i think the weirdest part is just gonna be being back on a college campus, but having most of my classes online is just going to feel really weird because I'm used to, you know, walking around campus all the time to get to class and seeing people all over the streets. And I think it's just going to be different being in my room in my apartment doing all my Zoom classes, but knowing, you know, I could be in a classroom that's like five minutes away. It's just going to be strange kind of adapting to being online even though I'm at college if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah um, going off what you said Meredith it's going to be weird being on campus but also having that sense of like I'm back at home um, because I'm constantly going to be looking at a computer screen um, and also just not really seeing a lot of people outside um, around campus just not a lot going on as far as extracurriculars um, events and shows to go to. I think that's going to be pretty weird. Yeah, it, it is. It's going to be weird and we need to acknowledge that and embrace that, that this is going to be a different semester for all of us. And at the same time, how can we make the most of it? What, what can change in a positive way because of this experience? Yeah, so I think trying to pay attention to that. And one thing that um, I'm trying to kind of cultivate with this podcast too is how can we be more forward thinking and more like innovative in how we do improve the world? It's not just, you know, seeing a problem that's been in the past, but how can we make change in the future and how can we be ahead of what else? Not ahead, that's probably the wrong, wrong language, but really like how can we think through like, wow, this should change next next year for the better and here's and here's why or wow this worked really well we should consider doing some kind of thing like this in the future um and there are things in our program that we're already kind of thinking through like wow that would why why haven't we done it this way before this doesn't make any sense you know we should have been doing this always like this so i think paying attention to those things and really um making note of those and and making those suggestions to to your campus to your um to your advisors your faculty um, if they ask and really just, I think also it's going to be really important for you to support each other. So whether it be through the podcast, whether it be through your small communities that you've already developed, whether it be trying to build some on your own, going to the counseling center, if they've got group support, really pay attention to, you know, your email as like really cool opportunities are going to come to support you and to connect with others. And so really taking advantage of those things for sure. Um, so thank you all so much for joining me today. I am so grateful for you all. And I would also um, love to interview each of you individually. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, and we can talk about that at another time. But thank you all so much. And um, I hope that this episode was helpful. Thank you so much, Abel, McKaylin, and Meredith. You all are so amazing. And I'm so grateful to have just be connected to you all. And excited about what you're working on in college. You might be nervous about the fall, you might be excited about the fall, but either way, I hope that this episode was helpful for you to get a sense of what to expect this upcoming semester. This podcast and myself, 
we will be here along the journey with you. So let's hang in there. Let's do this and rock this fall semester, even in a pandemic. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you leave a five-star review. That's how other folks can find this podcast. And also make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode. I'm going to have some awesome ones coming up, so you better check it out. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening to the College Life Podcast, and I will catch you in the next episode. Have an excellent week.